0: Welcome to read it reddit. This will be another long episode, so I hope you'll enjoy this. We will be reading from r today I fucked up. Our first post is by Tartaflout. Yes, you read the title right. I'll preface that by saying most of it was said under a joking tone, but the sting was there nonetheless. See, I love me some reptiles. As long as I can remember, I had a vivid passion for scaly critters, especially snakes, to the horror of pretty much everyone I knew. 25 years later I now proudly own a beautiful milk snake and recently acquired an all less beautiful leopard gecko. My girlfriend however hates anything that isn't a cat or a dog, especially insects and snakes, to the point of having vivid nightmares just by scrolling a pic of one on instagram. I acquired the snake before we moved together, and she grew surprisingly accustomed to him, to the point of actively loving and petting him, even when I feed him frozen rodents. Here's the issue though, the recently acquired gecko, on the other hand, eats live insects only. I thus started my own colonies of dockling, beetles and dubia cockroaches. Now see, these roaches are objectively pretty cute, but for gf they have the likability of a sun-dried fasa hugger now here's where the food started you are what you eat is my motto for the gecko and i give extra care to the dubia colony so that they are well fed and provide all the good stuff when eaten very diet of fruits vegetables and protein daily care for temperature and humidity you name it As you can expect, my girlfriend is less than thrilled with the whole ordeal and pretty much looks at me playing with my roaches like a hopeless mom cheering on her toddler for sticking a slug in his nostril. And sadly no amount of passionate talking about why and how I do stuff will make her more interested. Today that culminated when she jokingly implied that I probably cared more for my settlement of thumb-sized hell spawns than I did for her which I obviously answered in the most logical way a man could in this situation, by explaining to her that, contrary to the gecko, she wouldn't die if I stopped caring for her. I'm not a smart man indeed. What should have been a simple tease spiraled into a full-blown shit talk contest, and she took it upon herself to really get under my skin. When she suggested roaches survive on shit and moldy cardboard in the nature, my stubbornness to keep to facts ended up being my downfall, as I replied that it was not for the roaches sake, but for the gecko. I explicitly shouted that I was dedicating them all this time, because at the end all they need is to be eaten well. And there, when I was so dedicated to defend my little critters from this grave injustice, I was welcomed with the coldest, most savage and so do I, that I ever heard. I stood there speechless while she laughed on her way out of the living room. To my horror another laughing track quickly joined hers and I realized that the neighbors had witnessed the whole spectacle through the open window and were now cheering me for my apparent lack of oral performance. We are meeting on daily basis in the courtyard of our building and I'm now terrified of crossing them on my way out. My girlfriend on the other finds it extremely funny and I've already heard her giggle a few times with the neighbor wife. To add insult to injury, my colony is now malfunctioning and I'm having problems breeding them. Pretty sure I'm under no circumstances going to tell her that my roaches are having a dry spell. TL, doctor, got into a tease contest with my gf over the time I spent taking care of my roaches, ended up with her implying she's sexually frustrated in front of our neighbors. Our next post is by Kinkius Koala. My girlfriend has been away for a little over a week visiting her family. I miss her tons and am not really begin to porn, so naturally I was feeling more than a little frisky by tonight. As I was preparing dinner by chopping up some vegetables to go on a salad, I get a text from her and we have a little flirty back and forth before I hint that I've missed her sexy body and would love to see it. Being the amazing gf she is, she goes to take a shower and soon sends me a selfie that makes me forget all about my dinner. Cut to about 10 minutes later and I'm feeling way more relaxed and satisfied. I'm just about to head back to the kitchen when I feel a disturbance in the force. Every nerve around my crotch cries out at once because apparently a tiny Vietnam airplane has carpet bombed my dick and balls with napalm. As the Fire Nation continued its invasion of my nether regions I have the horrible realization that I had been chopping spicy peppers from my garden when my GF had texted me and in my delirious state of sexting had neglected to wash my hands before rubbing one out, essentially using straight maces lube. Whooping like Tarzan on Helium I sprinted for the shower, tearing off my clothes and running ice cold water straight onto my now medium rare crotch. Now I'm sitting here with an ice pack on my lap, comforted only by my girlfriend trying not to die laughing in front of her family as I explain it to her. TLDR, got a sexy pic from my gf, and jacked off with pepper juice on my hands edit, thanks for the gold kind stranger, it's going a long way to helping me, and my seared dick I'm following advice given by this sub, and from now on I'll be accompanied by a gallon of milk on my culinary escapades from now on just in case our next post is by couch violator first time poster but i see many incidents that happened years ago so i thought i'd share one on mobile so apologies for formatting this was back in the early 2000s when i was a strapping young lad in college I had been dating my high school sweetheart long distance since I was out of state in college and she was back home with one year of school remaining, no sex until we were both 18. Long story short, she ended up moving down there for school and broke up with me on Valentine's day over the phone. So, I'm ready to move on and see what the dating world has to offer. I ended up dating a few girls casually, nothing serious, and gathered some more experience in terms of what girls liked in bed and what I liked. All of these times were safe, except for one. This girl I started seeing had a bit of reputation, but I'm not one to slut shame or anything like that, so we ended up doing the dance. Great time, nothing came of the relationship, move on. A few days later as I was getting ready to go home for summer, I noticed a burning sensation when I peed. Immediately I freak out, thinking I caught something. My dad was a doctor, but I didn't feel comfortable with my dad checking me for STDs manually, so he got me in with another doctor. It was truly hell on earth explaining to my mother why I felt the need to see the urologist. I'm in the urologist office, pants down. Dick being examined, only to be told well son, I'm just glad you're getting some pussy, being assured that nothing is wrong STD wise. He did mention that it looked like I had been exposed to some chemical irritants. Turns out, I had been cleaning my dorm room bathroom with heavy duty cleaning supplies, no gloves, then proceeded to jack off without washing my hands thoroughly. Turns out Ajax is not the best thing to rub all over your darn. TL, Dr. Jacked off with bleach, thought I caught an STD edit when I say first time poster, I mean like, ever on Reddit. I've posted replies on a couple of other subs when it was allowed, but I'm almost positive I've never made a thread myself, and if I did, I've gotten nowhere near this amount of replies to answer. I'll try and answer the most common themes here though. The point of the post wasn't to be like lol I'm a turbo chad suck at virgins haha. I thought the backstory as to why I was sleeping around so much would help the point of the story's punk line, where I thought I caught a STD. Also, I grew up in the deep south, in a small rural town, hence the good ol' boy tone of the doctor. I'll try and get to some comments and answer, but there's definition a lot. Our next post is by feelsverabud 69 Today I fucked up. I've been dating this guy for about a month, maybe less. He's super sweet, maybe I love him? But that's a story for another day anyways, I'm on my period, but I go over to his house, knowing he's expecting some good sex. We are making out for a while, I tell him I'm on my period, and he says he doesn't mind. I go into the bathroom to take my tampon out, and I rip the string off of the fucking tampon. Fuck. I try to get it out for maybe 10 minutes, and accept defeat. I proceed to go back into the room and explain myself. He agrees to help me out. I lie on my back, spread eagle, and he starts fishing around, pushing it further and further back. At this point, his hand is all the way in my vagina, slippery as a fish. I hear the sloshing inside from the vaginal juices, and I'm cringing so hard, knowing how disgusted he is by this fuckery. Nonetheless. He continues, a look of concentration on his face as more and more fingers enter my vagina. After about 15 minutes, I feel the wet cotton exiting my vagina. He looks mortified as he pulls out a blood clot ridden mess of a tampon. I swear to God, this man has never even seen a tampon, and I've ruined that experience for him. I snatch it out of his bloody hands and scurry to the bathroom to dispose of the evidence. Needless to say, we did not have sex. And I will never go to a hookup with a tampon in again. Lesson learned. TL, drive. My tampon string broke, couldn't fish it out, he had to put his hand up there and take it out, was weirdly unbothered. Edit, all of the reddit fouls I made, thank you comments for helping me. Update, wow, I really didn't expect this to go as crazy as it did thanks for all the love it's made me definitely realize that i've got a good one i showed him the post this morning not realizing it said i think i maybe love him at the beginning his first response was i love you too i got a lot of questions asking if i'm actually going to propose we're only 18 and after only a month i think that we will have to wait a bit regardless of the trauma we've been through also I realize a month is very speedy to say I love you, but come on, what more does he have to do to earn that? Anyways, he definitely appreciates all the comments saying, what a stand-up guy he is. I won't let it get to his head. Our next post is by Tiffa Throwaway School. The original fuckup happened Friday last week, but I only realized yesterday. Obvious throwaway to not darks myself. Background: I work in it for a rather big school. We are the only school for that education level in the whole state, happened in Europe, but so you can better imagine the size of the school. As it we have to do tasks from other areas too, including managing the system responsible for the speakers and announcements. School ended on June 19th, they basically just opened the school to give the students the opportunity to say goodbye to each other. On the first week of summer break there were only a few teachers still there, preparing stuff for next year, organising their stuff, cleaners and so on. In the week of June 29th nobody, really nobody, was there except me. Everyone either took vacation or worked from home. So last Friday I thought it would be funny to meddle a bit with the system for the announcements. What's the funniest thing you could do over speakers? Right. So veered and them funnest asterisk 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 I've ever seen. Or so I thought. 50 indicates that the lesson has finished, and students have a break, and should go to the next class, 00 announces start of the next lesson. I replaced both with the Soviet anthem, had a good chuckle, and went home and amp, hash x200b, yesterday I went in back again to upgrade a few servers, and I was surprised to have lots of cars on the parking lots, including those with military number signs. As soon I entered the building the janitor saw me, and then I learned that I massively fucked up. As my country had rising number of corona cases again the government decided to put up a task force. To maintain social distancing of 2 meters, or 1.5 meters, they needed the grooms. Well, we have big auditoriums. And the military who also acts as civil defense, don't know the word for it, was involved. Since people from all across the state came and had to help the local hospital and other tasks they decided that they have meetings in the auditoriums and the military can sleep in the empty classrooms to reduce the number of people sharing one room. I mean it made sense, we even had many showers that are intended for emergencies next to the chemistry labs. They got blasted with a Soviet anthem twice per hour between 7 o'clock and 1700 hours. They didn't like it. The janitor tried to contact my boss at the beginning of the week, but my boss cut him off. Before he could explain, something's wrong with the speakers, I'm on vacation and nobody is at school, don't annoy me. Many speakers got disconnected, they couldn't disconnect those in the classrooms. I feel terrible for those who work night shifts and had to endure while trying to sleep. I disabled it and apologized for the inconvenience. Everyone I saw was pretty annoyed boss will be back on monday and i'll have a lot of explaining to prepare tl doctor replaced the school announcement system with the soviet anthem without knowing that state government and military will use the school during summer break and amp hash x 200b edit thanks for the awards but please don't give me awards not only is this a throwaway account i would prefer it if you donate the equivalent amount of money even if it's just five bucks to a local organization, either helping people who lost their job due corona, animal shelters and so on. Thanks. Our next post is by jbuck56. A little background my wife and I just recently had a baby and due to that it has been a couple months since my wife and I have been intimate. She is normally very timid and self-conscious about her body despite being in great shape, her body returned to pre-baby weight almost immediately and being a beautiful woman. The other night I hopped on my computer and browsed the internet in the evening as my wife fed the baby and put her to sleep. She came out in the living room, asked what I was up to, I told her not much just gonna play a game or two with some friends. She said that sounded fun and then started tidying up a little. My attention then turned to my game with my friends. The lights were very dim in the room and I had headphones on. I hear a noise just slightly above the noise in my ears and look over my shoulder to see my wife sitting on the couch in the dimly lit room. You're sneaky I didn't hear you come, and I say. She says yeah I guess. I then turn back to the game about to begin. Halfway though the match my phone lights up with a text from my wife. Glad to know what you really think. I had no clue what she was talking about. I fire off a ha- text. I quickly get up to go see what she's talking about. I find her curled up in bed sobbing. I climb up next her and ask her what's wrong and what the text meant. You know exactly what I mean. I still have no clue as to what's going on. After a little bit more probing she tells me through tears, I wanted to have a fun evening with you. I put on lingerie and laid out all the stuff for six towel, lubes, etc, I come out to couch all dressed up and you look right at me and go right back to your game. I honestly was shocked by all of this. The monitor was super bright and I could all but make out the silhouette of her when she came out. I tried to explain that to her but honestly what could I say in that moment. Finally convinced her that I could not see anything when she came out. She was still frustrated and a little sad, but now I'm slowly making my way out of the doghouse. TLDR couldn't see wife come in and try seduce me and turned around and started playing video games with my friends. Our next post is by Nightangle. Obligatory Tfu which didn't happen today. Me, F, 21, and my boyfriend S, M, 23, share a very fun and friendly relationship. We often play fight. A few days back we were play fighting, with me trying to tickle him, and he restraining me, and trying to lick my face. I bruise easily, and he is basically bones. So, if I struggle against him, I end up hurting myself. This time too, I was struggling to get out of his bear hug and I moved my head and accidentally hit the headboard, and it got a bit swollen there, nothing serious. We continued and eventually, we realized there were bruise marks all over my body, it didn't hurt just blue-green bruises. And one was in shape of his fingers around my wrist. Now, I was supposed to meet my friends later in the evening, and I met them after trying and failing to hide my bruises. However one of my friends saw that finger mark on my wrist and now everyone thinks that S is physically abusing me. I told them that we were just playing around, but since I've been in a physically abusive relationship before, they think that I'm just scared and lying. Poor boyfriend, he never hurts me, we have safe words to use if the other person is getting hurtful. But now, a lot of my friends think he beats me. TLDR, I was play fighting with my boyfriend and got bruises all over and now my friends think he is physically abusing me. Our next post is by throwaway692,626,169. Yeah, so the title says it all. Today a family member posted a photo of a child asking for thoughts and prayers as they're dealing with some health things. Enter me, who has very little to do with my family, because they're all trash-tastic as fuck. Upon seeing the photo I thought I was looking at the offspring of male cousin, the child looks just like him spitting image of him as a kid i asked if this was cousin a's child and wished him a speedy recovery then went on about my afternoon a bit later i check my messages and realize i've got like five messages from the family member who posted the photo asking me to delete my message that i'd unknowingly stepped in a hornet's nest the sickly child totally cousin a's child but with cousin b Cousin B apparently told her husband that it's his child. Yeah, that kid is the spitting image of cousin A, so here I am, not knowingly outhead the family secret to all of social media. My bad. Somehow I'm the bad guy, but you know I'm not the one who balked my cousin. TLDR, outhead cousin's love child from incestual relationship edit, oh shit. I never expected this to blow up. As to their familial relationship, their grandfathers were brothers. No, this isn't the only incestual relationship in the family. Yes, it is the southern United States. Our great grandparents' families turned out to be related. And yes, several offspring do suffer from bleeding issues. So here. More fucked upness in this family, woman A meets man B and they get married. Man B's sister falls for woman A's father and they get married. Woman A and Man B have sons. Those sons go on to have a child with Man B's sister's son's daughter. Each year. Man B's sister's child who had the female cousin. Man B's sister's husband's brother's child is who had the male cousin. Needless to say, I looked for someone who wasn't raised anywhere near where I grew up for a partner and we did a 23 and amp, me test. Not fucking with this cousin slash cousin bullshit our next post is by Fran Conor i've began visiting this new health drink tea slash smoothie shop by my work. i guess i misunderstood the menu in that i thought i was choosing nutrient boosts to add to my tea that i ordered, not knowing that those boosts were entirely different drinks that come as a smoothie. those take longer to make than the tea, so each time he had given me my tea, i had taken it and left before he could make my smoothie. It's only one dude who works there, and he finally stopped me today. I was so confused why I was getting two drinks, and he was equally confused at the fact that I was confused why I was getting two drinks. He explained it to me, and I realized what I had been doing. He tried to do the math and give me a cash refund for all the days I had left without picking up my other drink, but I just put it in his tip jar. TLDR, I'm an idiot edit. For those who are curious, this is not a Herbalife or other MLM shop. I'm very aware of Herbalife so when I heard of a new health drink shop opening up I rolled my eyes. Did some research, talked to the owner and can gladly say this is not one of those edit wow I didn't expect this to blow up. Thank you to everyone who's enjoyed the story of my clueless self. I'm glad we can all laugh at something together during these rough times. Our next post is by a costly man who are obligatory. This didn't happen today, but years ago, and TL, doctor at the end. For context, back when I, let's call me costly, was in high school, I wasn't exactly one of the popular girls. I was more of a tomboy slash cheeky type who really only ever hung out with one friend. We'll call him Steve for this story. Anyway, Steve and I got along because we both enjoyed things other kids were too cool for. Things like UGIO, which Steve introduced me to shortly after he discovered the show. He got really into it and decided to make me a deck so I could play with him. We were hooked, we played in homeroom, during lunch, and after school we would alternate between going to each other's houses so we could play. While other kids spent their money on whatever it is they did we spent all of ours on boosters to keep games interesting and make the best deck possible. On one of the days where Steve and I were playing at my house my little sister decided to watch us play. Since this was back before iPads existed it wasn't unusual to have her pretty much shadow me all the time back then. Anyway as the game plays out I set up a trap card face down, which to anybody who's played before is completely ordinary, but to an Aussie little sister this looks absolutely wrong. Why is that one upside down, she demands to know. Well because it's a surprise, I respond. Then when the time comes I shout in my best impression of the show I could muster, fool. You have activated my trap card. Steve and I laugh as I flip the card over, and my sister sits there, puzzled, I guess it wasn't the surprise she expected. As Steve and I settle, but before we resume playing, what's the trap, my sister asks, it's like a trick Steve says, and we keep playing. My sister sat quietly and watched for a couple more minutes until she jumped down off her seat and wandered off. Steve and I finished playing and he went home and we forgot all about my sister's questions. Little did we know we had sown the seeds of Fukupari. The following weekend my parents were having my conservative religious aunt over for lunch, but as my parents didn't really force me to do anything I didn't want to do I told them I was going to play cards at Steve's, which was only a few blocks away. Evidently shortly after I left my parents' place my aunt arrived. She greeted everyone and sat at the table, normal conversation ensued as everyone began to eat their lunch. Where is costly she asks, but before my mother could say anything, my sister shouts, she's turning tricks with her friend Steve. Now, to any normal person this would clearly be the time to have an adult further explain what's happening, but my aunt, being her controlling and dramatic self, was instantly set off. In a bout of huffing and puffing, and well I never s, she accused my mother of teaching her daughter indecent concepts as she put it. Not letting my mom say a word, my aunt went so far as to threaten to call Child Protective Services. My mother laughed in her face and told her what was happening, but she still wasn't happy I was at a boy's house. T.L. Doctor turned a trap card, my sister told my aunt I was turning tricks with a friend, she flipped, asterisk, and this story was constructed as part of an experiment to further our collective understanding of gender's effect on the public's opinion of the user online. Edit, alright thank you all for taking part in my experiment, I was originally going to wait 24 hours before admitting that this story is 100% false. I'm a man, I have never played UGIO in my life, I'm the youngest child, my aunts are pretty promiscuous themselves. My username is literally a costly man whore. But I'm too tired to wait another couple of hours. My findings fit within the parameters of what was expected, though admittedly a lot less than I expected. I'll try again in a couple weeks. Thanks again everyone. Our next post is by GOBTF. Tiffoon found it funny, so had to do some bits in the office at work this morning, which meant going in for the first time in a few months. It's a decent walk, 45 minutes or so, so I take my headphones and listen to some tunes on the way. A couple of hours later, I've done all I need to do, so leave the office. Fancy a bit of nice heavy slash thrash metal, so I load up Spotify and find a bit of kill switch engage. That'll do me lovely. Press play and off I go, go to put my phone in my pocket and it suddenly changes to Doris Day or something like that. I guess I must have pressed something on my phone when putting it in my pocket, no problem, back on kill switch. 10 seconds later, bloody Doris Day. This happens about 5 more times, I try some other bands, Living Color, Bring Me The Horizon, you know, angry music, a bit sweary every time after a short while it changes to something from pre-1960. I'm just about to throw my phone in anger. Suddenly a message on my phone from the wife, please get off Spotify immediately, it's urgent. And I realize immediately what has been happening and how I've just massively messed up. You see, my wife is a very caring person and much nicer than me. During the pandemic, she has gone to some old people's homes and helped out, even though it isn't anything like part of her job. About two weeks ago she asked to use my Spotify account to curate a lot of songs she was going to use to play Name That Tune with some of the residents. I did not know that she was in the middle of this when I threw on thrash metal. Nor did I know that whatever someone plays on an account will go through to every person currently attached to that account. Hence, why my songs keep getting interrupted. But it works both ways. So she's been playing Doris and Dolly Parton and Elvis to a group of old people, and all of a sudden they've had Kill Switch engage and bring me the horizon, screaming obscenities loudly at them. Apparently, none of them got the answer right. TLDR kept trying to play. Thrash metal music through Spotify, it keeps changing to Doris Day and similar songs, I keep changing it back, not realizing my wife is working in a care home using my Spotify. to play and name that tune game with old people and I keep changing the songs to fairly inappropriate stuff. Our next post is by a keyboard warrior. My girlfriend and I were laying down on our bed and watching funny videos on YouTube. She was laughing hysterically at quite a few. So much so that it caused her to let one rip, fart, more than once. This was obviously not intentional which made it both hilarious and adorable. After the third time it happened she said I'm really gassy. I took this as an opportunity to quickly press down on her stomach which then almost immediately triggered an enormous fart. I lost it. It was so funny and I could feel the vibration as the pressure caused her to fart again and again. I couldn't help myself, and kept doing it. This is how asterisk KD up. After a few successful attempts I tried for a final push. I wanted to end it on a huge one. It was so funny, and she was laughing so much. I pushed down and nothing. So I pushed again, but this time much harder. Now this is where I should note that she was wearing nothing but one of my t-shirts. Hence she had no underwear on. My girlfriend shouted. She shouted and then had a severe follow through all over our bed. She was mortified. It went from pure joy to absolute chaos and horror, she was just staring at me blankly like she had just killed someone. I didn't know what to do as she went quiet, my legs covered in shit. I stared right back, gently held her hands, and walked together to the shower without looking back at the bed or down at my legs. We didn't say a word. I cleaned up my legs before leaving her to clean herself up. She made me promise not to go into the bedroom. I adore her completely. She looked so scared when I left her in the shower and wouldn't let me clean up despite my offering to do so. Eventually, I walked in the bedroom to help. She was so apologetic, although I assured her that it's completely fine. She burst out laughing when I said to her don't worry. You will always be my little shit. Don't worry guys. All good. Luckily I have thick skin and can take a lot of shit, I adore her. TL, doctor, pushed my girlfriend to hard for shits and giggles. Ended up getting more shit than giggles. Our next post is by Angra carbs. A post about a dude and his wife reminded me of this incident that happened in 2010 about a year after I married my wife. My wife and I got married in the summer of 2009 and we had just relocated from England to the Boston area. My wife's best friend, we'll call her Carrie since it's a name, had taken a job in Seattle around the same time and couldn't make it to our wedding, which both were distraught over. This is before it was so easy to video call and it was really hard on my wife. Fast forward to spring of 2010 and I contacted Carrie to tell her I had accrued enough frequent fly miles to get her a return flight from Seattle to Boston and if she had time I'd like to fly her out as a surprise to my wife. She jumped at the idea and I booked her a flight for about 2 weeks after the conversation. It's now important to note that I'm a horrible liar and I can't really keep anything secret. I had to jump through so many hoops to ensure my wife didn't catch on, like deleting the confirmation email and such, and she definitely knew something was up. She asked me more than once if I was alright, and I assured her everything was fine. The day Carrie was to arrive, she texted me and told me the flight was about an hour delayed, but otherwise everything was a go. She asked if I would mind fetching her from the airport, which I was absolutely fine to do. I just had to leave work an hour later than I'd planned. I texted me wife, hey love, I have to work a bit later than usual, I'll text you when I'm en route home. XX I then texted Carrie, I just told her that I'm going to be late from work, she has no idea I'm actually coming to meet you. We're quite good at this secret thing, aren't we, see you soon about a minute later my phone rings it's my wife i didn't take the call and went to text her to tell her i'll call he back in a minute when i looked at the text thread i saw that i texted my wife the text meant for carrie shit i immediately called her and when she answered she said explain yourself i tried to play it off but honestly i'm a shit liar and i couldn't she went in to say that something's been up for a couple weeks and she needed to know now if I wanted out of our marriage and to be honest, since I'm a shit liar. I confess the entire plan to her. She only said okay. And hung up. Five minutes later she called back. She'd called Carrie straight away to confirm the story, Carrie realized it was in my best interest and safety to tell the truth she was so happy and said she wouldn't apologize for her reaction because it was warranted. We had a good laugh and when it was time to fetch Carrie we both went together. TL, doctor, planned a surprise for my wife by flying her best friend to visit, a text meant for her friend to confirm the intact secrecy of the operation was sent to my wife who thought I was having an affair with someone. Our next post is by Coyancy this morning i had to go to the bike shop for my bike needs urgent fixing on the rear transmission showed him my bike and he looked up the prices and i agreed on them then i asked if he can check the chains because several places i went before in the last year told me it's good for a while and doesn't need changing yet etc i told him that too then he picked up a tool looked at it he said it is in bad condition and should change Completely out of curiosity I asked him to show me how this tool looks on a proper chain. He showed me that, after that, he politely asked me to leave and said he didn't want to fix my bike because I don't trust him. I apologized and said I didn't imply anything but he didn't budge. So I left without saying anything. TL, doctor, I was being curious but the guy felt deeply insulted about me asking a stupid question our next post is by Hanukkah underscore nsfw so i was trying to get a free trial for an onlifans and i was gonna rent it so i didn't get charged so right after i put my card in it said it was tonight and then i got a fraud text asking about the charge and i said no because i didn't want the charge now my account is blocked and i need to get a new card so i contacted the bank and when I contacted them, I was low-key panicked that they were gonna say what I did was fraud, it wasn't, the card was denied, and it was a free trial, so I shouldn't have been charged, but then she just told me she can't unlock it, and I needed a new card. Now I have to check the mail every day for the next week to get the card before my mom gets the mail and questions why i got a new card because i think she knows it isn't expiring soon and i really don't want to lie about what happened slash tell the half truth and have her ask more questions. tl, doctor, my horny brain tried to sign up for an onlifens trial, i almost got charged, i denied it and got my account blocked and i am getting a new card. Now I have to make sure I get the mail until my card comes to make sure my mom doesn't see any of this. Our next post is by GD. This is pretty short and straightforward. Just found out about it earlier and I'm dying inside. I'm just looking to share my shame, not have a writing exercise where I see how many clever euphemisms for sex I can cram into a post, so sorry to anyone looking for that. My fiancé and I were at her parents' house a few weeks ago. They live like 6 hours away, so we tend to stay a while when we go. They live somewhat on the edge of the city, bordering on in the county, so have a decent bit of wildlife that comes in their yard from time to time, and her parents set up a little trail cam so that they could see what all was out there, mostly some deer, an occasional black bear, etc. Completely forgetting about the trail cam, my fiancé and I got a little carried away after having some drinks out by their fire pit late one night once everyone was asleep. The entire thing was evidently caught by the trail cam taking picture every 30 seconds or so. Her mom called earlier and apparently just said something along the lines of I think you all forgot about the camera in the backyard. Just a heads up, it's there. I don't know if Emma mom or her dad is the one that saw the pictures, but either way it is going to be awkward the next time we see them. tldr accidentally put on a show in my fiancé's patent's backyard not thinking about the fact that there was a wildlife camera set up back there. Our next post is by Vedera. I have a weird habit of naming things. I've named my houseplants and the most used things in my house. My best friend finds the habit funny and has started doing it herself to some extent. Well a few weeks ago I was looking for a new vibrator and found one I liked and ordered it. I have a close relationship with my best friend and we talk about everything together, so I also told her about this new purchase. I of course gave the vibrator a name, Billy. Well Billy finally arrived in the mail a few days ago and I gave it test run. Billy was great, nothing to complain about. Later I was texting my friend and she asked me about my vibrator and if it was any good, since she was contemplating whether to get one herself. She texted me with did you try Billy already, was he worth it? To which I replayed, yeah Billy was great, a bit expensive but I'd say he was definitely worth it. Good when my boyfriend's name is not around haha, now that doesn't sound too weird if you know that Billy is a vibrator. My boyfriend of 2 months unfortunately didn't know that. My boyfriend saw the texts without me knowing and confronted me a few days later. He was angry asking me how I could cheat on him and basically broke up with me while I was standing there like an idiot trying to figure out what was going on. I asked him what the hell he was talking about, and he started shouting at me about me fucking some prostitute called Billy. That was when I realized what had happened and all I could do was laugh. I explained to him through my laughter that Billy was my vibrator I had named, not another man I was sleeping with. After a lot of explaining he finally understood the situation and calmed down. He now knows about my weird habit of naming things. TLDR. I named my new vibrator Billy and texted my friend about it. My boyfriend saw the texts and thought I was cheating on him with a male prostitute. Edit, I appreciate your concerns about my relationship. It's always nice to see that people care. But like I have said in the comments, we both have each other's permission to use each other's phones to a certain extent. He saw the texts by accident and I trust him since he hasn't given me any reasons not to. This issue has been talked about between the two of us and that's all I'm going to say about it. Our next post is by Justin an ass grabber. I'm a shy person and a reserved person. I don't do stupid shit and I'd rather blend in the background. The only person I feel comfortable goofing around with is my boyfriend. We were having a perfectly nice summer day today. We went on a walk, did some necessary grocery shopping and started leaving home. Before going I needed to use the bathroom, no big deal. My boyfriend will just wait for me outside. My boyfriend told me he'd wait for me by the car. I leave the store the sun in shining and I don't have my sunglasses but I can see him standing close to our car with his back facing me. I decide to surprise him with a really firm grab on the ass, making sure he could feel my enthusiasm through the grope. While seductively whispering nice ass finished by a dumb over exaggerate moan. Fucking hilarious, great move on my part. Then I hear aloud what the fuck in an unfamiliar voice and my boyfriend turns around and well, it isn't him. It's a much older man wearing all black like my boyfriend. That wiped away the stupid grin on my face real fast. I'm completely speechless. I don't know what to say. I just stare at this poor man whose ass I violated. I could feel my face turning red, and I start apologizing profusely while trying to explain the situation in a panic. A little further away by our car I can see my boyfriend walking towards me almost tripping for laughing so much. After what felt like forever the man also bursts out laughing saying it's fine that I'm glad I liked his ass. I couldn't laugh, even if I wanted to. I was horrified. I still am. My boyfriend thinks this is all too funny not to share, but I'm going to stay anonymous doing so. If the man whose ass I grabbed happens to see this I'm so sorry. Just know that a part of me died today and this gave me another reason to never leave my house again. Social distancing no longer feels difficult in any way. TLDR. I went to surprise who I thought was my boyfriend with a firm ass grabbing followed by a moan, only to find out he wasn't my boyfriend. I'm now dying from embarrassment. Edit. Wow thank you everyone for sharing your funny stories keep them coming, me and my boyfriend are having a blast reading all of them. I'm glad that I'm not the only ass grabber around it's really helping me with the embarrassment. Edit. Wow this blew up thank you for all the nice comments and the awards. I'm able to laugh at it now thanks to all of your stories so thank you. I truly felt horrible and embarrassed for what happened and yes the situation could have been worse if the genders were reversed or if the recipient of this mistake didn't take it so lightly. Thank you for everyone who can see when people make an actual mistake and can distinguish that from an actually vile act. I shared this. Because the man didn't take it seriously, and laughed with my boyfriend about the accident, and no harm was done apart from the shame I felt. And yes our banger is you can use this story for your video, thanks for asking me beforehand I appreciate that. Our next post is by Ultimate So quick backstory here, ever since covered newt at my primary job, I picked up a part-time job as a waiter at a local family joint, until things get back to normal, yes I'm that optimistic. Anyways, so thanks to a no-show, I ended up taking over for the hostess. The duties are simple for reserving tables, write down the name, number of adults and children, and the estimated wait time. We get about two hours into my shift, and we are rapidly growing our list. I'm doing my usual, making small talk, big smiles. How's your day? Geez, look at that weather. We'll be ready for you in ten minutes, yada yada. Then this humble looking farthest rolls on up, he's polite, and asks for a table for two. I jot down his name with a smile and reply with the sentence that will stay with me until the last molecule of my maggot ridden corpse finally rots away and one kid's menu, yeah? Suddenly his brow furrows and he looks like he's ready to tear me apart. Now I'm 6 feet 2, 190 pounds, never feel threatened by anyone, but the look on this previously soft humble man's face put the fear of god into me. As I stood there confused. Contemplating what I was rapidly assuming could be my last moments on earth, he leans in close and utters a simple sovereign, no. As my brain rattles around in my skull trying to piece together what he is aggressively objecting to, my peripherals finally decide to do their job and draw my brain's attention to his child. She's not a child at all, she's his wife, and she's a dwarf. She's refusing to even make eye contact with me, she's just fighting back tears and looking sheepishly away. I can't even. I'm literally just frozen. It's like my entire body was trapped in a factory reset for what seemed like 10 solid seconds. Once I realize how long I've just been staring at them like a frog, I manage to regain control of my body and open my mouth to try and formulate some sort of panicked spastic defense, but the pair swiftly turn away and disappear into the crowd like Hannibal Lecter at the end of Silence of the Lambs. I'm just standing there staring at the spot they once were, suddenly finding the air horrifically thin as I wait for my eyebrows to return from the back of my head. So yeah, I definitely ruined this poor woman's night, if not a week, I have no way to rectify my actions, and I'm at an utter loss for words tl, doctor I mistook a dwarf for a child and offered her a kid's menu. Our next post is by thrower underscore what next. This foo is 8 years in the making and only discovered yesterday. My daughter's teeth were a mess when she was little. Massive underbite and top teeth pointing every direction but down. From age 8 to 13 she endured two separate rounds of braces, numerous appliances, retainers, night guards, bands, the whole litany of orthodontic torture. Five years and $15,000 later, she had a gorgeous smile. I don't remember her final orthodontist visit, I do recall we were supposed to have checkups. We didn't. Her teeth were perfect, she hated the orthodontist, and I hated the bills. Yesterday I joked at dinner that we would all need floss after eating the corn on the cob and ribs. My now 21 year old daughter replies that it's hard to floss with her retainer. My wife and I both look confused and wife asks why in the world she still wears her old retainer. To which my daughter replies, not that kind of retainer, she talking about the permanent one, and she opens her mouth and tilts her head. And much to my dismay there is a metal bar installed behind her front six teeth on the lower jaw. Apparently my wife and I completely forgot that she still had a bonded retainer to keep her teeth from shifting. Since a bonded retainer is also called a permanent retainer, my daughter thought that it was literally permanent, and she would wear it her entire life. Unfortunately, over the past eight years as she's grown a bonded retainer had the opposite it's intended effect. Her front six teeth are basically in a straight line now. It's not really noticeable when you look at her smiling, but when she opens her mouth wide you can clearly see things aren't right. My daughter has an appointment with the orthodontist next week and will probably need extensive work to put things right. Meantime, she is taking great satisfaction in telling friends and family what great parents she's got. TL, Dr. Wife and I forgot our daughter had an orthodontic appliance for 8 years and now I'm going back to paying the orthodontist sports car lease. Our next post is by Mapland Man. My wife has extremely sensitive skin and she has always struggled with it. I've never cared about her having acne despite her being really insecure about it. She has seen countless dermatologists and other professionals trying to get rid of it to no avail. We have a small drying rack thing for our cleaning sponge in our bathroom. It's where a square cleaning sponge is kept and it's used to quickly clean the counters and mirrors if needed. Pretty handy right? My wife got it for us, she is so awesome coming up with these things. Well I was in the bathroom today and saw that my wife had bought a new cleaning sponge but it was a super weird egg shaped sponge. I found this egg sponge hilarious and asked my wife why she would get such a weird shaped sponge and not just a normal square one. She told me it would be easier to use than the old one to put macupe on. What? My wife uses our cleaning sponge for macupe. I don't understand. She saw the confusion on my face and asked me what's wrong. I asked her why she would use our cleaning sponge for her face. I don't know anything about macube. Did you know that people who wear macube use a sponge to spread the macube on their face? Well I didn't. But now I do, my wife made sure to explain that to me very carefully. I had used my wife's macube sponge for cleaning. She used that same sponge on her face and we believe that that's the reason for her ear acne. The wife is not happy and I feel horrible. I asked her why was it on a drying rack and not in her macupe bag. To let it dry out after use obviously. She didn't want any bacteria growing on the moist sponge which could happen if she left it in her bag. Great thinking. If only I didn't make it a nest for bacteria by cleaning with it. I went out and bought her a bunch of new sponges all different shapes and sizes but not the square ones. I hope she can forgive my dumbass soon. TLDR, my wife has acne she can't get rid of. I had accidentally used her macube sponge to clean the bathroom for years. She has used that same sponge on her face and we believe that has caused her acne. I'm an idiot edit, thank you everyone for the skincare advice and kind words. I'll be sure to tell my wife about it all. I'm definitely going to have to buy more than just sponges for her. So thanks for all the suggestions too. To answer a few questions that keep getting asked. My wife likes her privacy while using the bathroom when she gets ready in the morning. She doesn't use makeup that often because apparently that's bad for her face. So I've never really seen her using her makeup sponge, or then I've been too absent-minded to notice. I guess I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. The macube sponge I had mistaken as a cleaning sponge was a square one. They come in sheets and you just take one square piece out of it, honestly just like you would take out a cleaning sponge. That's the best explanation I have for them, I hope that makes it more clear. Our next post is by sports-med-doc. So I've had two girlfriends in my life, my current girlfriend of about a year. Who I absolutely adore, and a girl who had dated for a little over two years in high school. It's been several years since the first girlfriend, and in that time the ex has moved on and recently got engaged. My current girlfriend and I just got back from a hiking trip, and to my surprise, it looked from the engagement pictures that a new dude proposed at the same exact place we had hiked to, possibly even the same day we were there. In my astonishment, I turned to my current girlfriend to show her the pictures and tried to get her attention by accidentally calling her the name of my ex. To make matters worse, the whole thing happened within earshot of the rest of my family who I'm sure will never let me live it down. This has never ever happened to me before and I've sure got some grinding to do to get back on her good side. TL, Dr my ex got engaged in the same place I went hiking with my current girlfriend just days before and in my haste to show her the pictures I called my girlfriend the name of my ex. Our next post is by Drachme. Tofu by stealing a dog. I've been taking walks around my neighborhood with my kids ever since they were babies and with the lockdown going on, it's become a daily affair instead of once or twice a week. We've gotten to know most of the neighbors who spend time out in their yards and we know most of their dogs too. Baloo is a beautiful black and white husky with heterochromia, so his left eye is blue and his right eye is green, this is important for later. We always stop and talk to him when we walk down the alley past his backyard and we've gotten pretty friendly with this particular neighbor over the past few years, Had dogs sat for him and everything. So on today's walk, Baloo wasn't on his backyard tether, which struck us as odd since he's a 100% outdoor dog. He wasn't in his dog house or in the yard anywhere. We knocked on the door and his owner freaked out just a little bit and hopped into his truck to go looking. We told him we'd do the same and we looked on our walk and then got into the car and drove around looking as well. After about 20 minutes, we see Baloo in another neighbor's backyard being frisky with a bitch. Okay. Makes sense, nature called, so he slipped his collar, jumped the fence, and went exploring. I scolded him, and he walked over, so I picked him up, and lifted him over the fence and he hopped into the car. I called neighbor, and left him a message letting him know we'd found Baloo, and we put him back in his yard, and back into his collar and tether. About an hour later I get a call from neighbor asking me what exactly the holy hell did I think I was doing. I was very very confused. Baloo had been picked up and taken to a shelter. They checked his microchip and owner got caught and went to get him. The Baloo imposter was the spitting image to see them side by side, they're identical. Save for the fact that the imposter had his eye colors reversed. Oh shit. So... Into the car he goes, and I zoom to the yard where I'd kidnapped him from, also in a back alleyway. I figured I'd just set him back into the yard, no harm, no foul. There's some screeching and shouting, and a little girl ran outside to hug him, followed shortly by her dad and a uniformed officer as they'd been in the process of filing a police report. It was extremely awkward for about two minutes while I was explaining, then the dad busts out laughing at the absurdity of the whole thing. I'm a bit shaken up by it, but geez, man, talking about first-degree felony theft for stealing a $4,000 dog. Both neighbors think it's hilarious. The daughter thinks it's hilarious. The cop was laughing at me. My wife is still laughing at me. Anyway. Life goes on. TLDR, I stole a dog from a backyard by accident, found out an hour later, and returned it as police arrived our next post is by rogstein today was the day maybe in my mind but i think a god or some shit had other plans i have been alone for the past six months through quarantine i went through a really bad breakup and it's only just got to me what the fuck happened me and my partner split up after she ran away to spain i've been depressed for months i suffer with anxiety also I have constant panic attacks and have developed health anxiety disorder. I suffer 247. I never sleep and when I do sleep it is is four, 4 hours maximum. When I eat it tastes like shit. Nothing for me is delightful, I can't smile without feeling like it is forced. But anyway back to what happened approximately this time last night. I got a belt from my wardrobe and tied it in my loft and closed the door so the belt was hanging out. I tied the loop to the best of my abilities and then that was it. I stood on my gaming chair which I brought from my bedroom to my hallway and staggered onto it, I didn't leave a note because I thought fuck it. My mind was blank so there I'm standing there on my tiptoes, I jump and pop my head through the loop I made with the belt and I feel the tension on my neck. And I kick the chair away, I'm dangling, and I feel free. Then I fart, and everything comes crashing down to the floor, and I lie on the floor staring at the ceiling. I laugh. I laugh like a fucking maniac on drugs, bear in mind I'm still lying on the ground at this point with the belt still round my neck. I take it off and just stare for a few moments at the ceiling. I stand up, go to the bathroom ahead, look in the mirror, and I break down crying. After feeling sorry for myself I went back to the landing and got my chair and took it to my bedroom again. I played GTA for the rest of the night I'm going to seek help. Apologize if this is awful writing, I'm not exactly Stephen King. Edit, I'm turning notifications off so I might not reply but thank you for the kind messages honestly. I will update soon. TL, Doctor, I tried to kill myself by hanging, and I farted and tumbled down, which saved me. I then played GTA the rest of the night. Our next post is by Fwimigoat. So I got to bed very late last night, at around 4 am, but it wasn't until around 7 to 8, when I finally fell asleep. With the sun shining through the window, I moved my pillow to the foot of the bed, where I didn't have light directly in my eyes. I set my alarm for 11 and tried to fall asleep. At around 10.59 I apparently rolled out of bed. Now if I had fell off at the headboard end I would have just hit the floor and been fine. Instead being at the foot end of the bed I 1 hit my head on the desk at the end of the bed to bruised my left chic on impact with the floor 3 my brick of a work computer fell off the desk and popped my shoulder out of joint 4 to make matters worse, as if to mock me my alarm started playing about 30 seconds after the computer fell on me. Luckily while out of joint my shoulder wasn't completely dislocated and I was able to reset it. I'm also pretty sure I didn't give myself a concussion, still took a few and sodium and have kept my head up tldr, fell out of bed, brained myself, bruised my ass, dislocated my shoulder, and almost broke my computer. Our next post is by betterdays2c0me. This didn't happen today, but it did pop into my head, and I'm trying to dilute the embarrassment by sharing with strangers. Job interviews have never been a speciality of mine, so my natural awkwardness and discomfort in my own body is amped up to a huge degree. On this occasion, after delivering a puspore interview, sweating profusely throughout, I made my way to the door. In my haste, I swung my arm at a weird angle and quite forcefully smacked my own ass. Based on the noise it made, I feel it would be easy to assume it was a purposeful action. I kept walking. To add insult to injury, when I made it to the main entrance of the building, I was so desperate to leave that I ended up getting into the same, very small, section of a revolving door with a random employee. Again, I chose to simply refuse to acknowledge my error and continue on my way. I didn't get the job. By that point, I didn't particularly want it. T.L. Doctor. Felt awkward at a job interview, handled this by smacking my own ass then cramming myself into a revolving door with a random man. Our next post is by key to cancel Not recent but I typed it all out to tell the story to someone and thought I should share it with the wider world. I must have been about 10 or 11. I turn up to my local community hall for a musical competition. When I get there we are set into age groups. There's only one other guy in my age range, so I'm buzzing already at getting a medal, silver at the very least. He goes up. Plays the piano, and does a pretty good job. I go up. I play some violin. I mean it's not great, but I was nervous, and I got better as the nerves settled. He then goes up again. Plays the xylophone, of all instruments, and goes back to his seat. He gets first and second. Leaving me with third. The worst part was going back home and telling my dad. When I told him I came third, he asked how many were in the competition. 3. Ha ha ha. A no. To this day, I still proudly have the medal on my bedroom wall in my parents' house. TL, doctor entered a competition with one other person who could play two instruments better than my one. Our next post is by Sheepax1017. This is more a today my daughter fud, but I guess I'll take some responsibility. My daughter, 14.5, and I was sitting at a red light heading home. I had my window down, just waiting for the light to turn, listening to music, etc. I see something moving, and look in my side mirror, and see my husband has come up behind us and he's waving. I say, oh hey, there's your dad, and I blow him a kiss toward the side mirror, so he can see. My husband drives a black sports car, and I drive a lifted Jeep Wrangler. I guess because I blew a kiss towards the side mirror she thought he was pulled up next to us in the next lane. In her defense there was a black car next to us, and because we were in a vehicle much higher than the car next to us, she could only see the roof from the passenger seat, and the cars were similar. So, she unbuckles really quick and pushes herself up in the console, across me, leans out the window and starts making faces and dancing to the music so he could see her, but I follow her line of sight and notice she's doing it to the car next to us. So I say, uh, what are you doing? She says, just goofing off at dad and she continues. Finally I say, that's not your dad big shoots, your dad is behind us. Y'all. I have never seen someone's face color drain that fast in my life. She flicks her attention to the side mirror and her dad waves, and then I've never seen someone's face get that red in my life. She's typically a really goofy kid, always doing something crazy, making people laugh etc, but she was so embarrassed. I literally almost passed out at the wheel I was laughing so hard. I have super dark tint. So she immediately rolled up my window and slunk down in the seat and was half laughing hysterically and half having a panic attack. She kept asking if the person next to us saw her. She was tomato red for 20 minutes. It was the most wholesome and funny thing I've seen in a while and I just had to share it in hopes someone else can laugh and share in her horror as well. TL, drive. I told my daughter I saw her dad in traffic. She mistook a stranger's car for his, started making faces at him and doing over-exaggerated dances until I tell her that's not her dad's car and she almost dies of embarrassment. Edit, I said 14.5 just for effect. I'm not a weirdo parent. She's damn near driving age and she's the one usually embarrassed by her parents, not doing something embarrassing herself like that. Chill. Our next post is by Anonymous this happened a few months ago before covid i live in hawaii and my wife's family was having a beach party for her dad's 60th birthday anyway we stopped by the market on the way to the party to buy some beer and food for the party i should mention i don't drink that much and rarely buy alcohol i get to the cashier to check out and she sees a beer and asks your birthday I say, no, it's my father-in-law's birthday and we are having a party for him at the beach. He's just turned 60, so it's kind of a big birthday and we have family coming from the other islands. With a lifeless look on her face she says, I need your birthday, date, so you can buy the beer. I felt like such an idiot. I always forget you have to give your birth date to buy the alcohol. We usually go to a store where you punch it in on the credit card reader. TL, doctor, I gave the cashier a long personal answer when she just needed my birth to buy alcohol. Our next post is by deleted. So I, 17 meters, went in for surgery today. I was introduced to the team who would be performing it, which consisted of my surgeon, a couple nurses, and a team of two anesthesiologists, one male, and one female, for the purposes of this story we'll call them Dr. Jack and Dr. Jane. Now while they were both competent medical professionals, their appearances differed by quite a large margin. Dr. Jack was hot as fuck like this dude was fucking beautiful. A middle eastern man who was in his mid 20s to early 30s with an absolutely amazing bod and gorgeous features. Then there was Dr. Jane, who is about the same age but she just ain't that good looking. I really hit it off with her and we were joking around and stuff and I liked her quite a lot. Now here comes the fuck up. I was having pre-surgery nerves pretty bad and before they took me to the OR, they shocked me up with this absolutely amazing shit like i was high as fuck and naturally i was a bit loose lipped while i was being wheeled down the hallway dr jane was pushing the stretcher and the nurse was walking beside just chatting with my wasted self so i open my mouth and loudly declare man that anesthesiologist was hot as fuck to which the nurse replies who you mean dr jack I confirmed that yes, I did mean Dr. Jack and the nurse responds well what about Dr. Jane? Is she hot? Now I just kind of sat in silence for a second and I just started laughing at the idea. My drunk ass just cackled to the OR at the very idea. Sadly, the doctor was quite hurt and it was really a flex tape can't fix that kind of situation. Not really the best idea to do that to someone who is literally about to have your life in their hands. TL, doctor, I was going in for surgery and accidentally roasted my not-so-attractive doctor. Edit, fixed some capitalization errors and also corrected the part where I accidentally called Dr. Jane Drivegel instead. I apologize for this, I was still slightly high on some fourth meds they gave me after surgery. Edit 2, I also wanted to add on that I really cracked up the nurse in recovery because I was waving around my hospital gown and declaring wow, it's mighty breezy in here. I was referred to as breezy boy by all the staff from then on while I drunkenly regaled them with tales of how much I loved my girlfriend. Our next post is by unknown guest user. This morning I decided to surprise my girlfriend with a proposal in bed. Not the most original or romantic approach, I know. Initially the plan was to pop the question over dinner last night, but alas, the build-up towards the big moment got the better of me. However, today I woke up determined to do what needed to be done. So, there I was, on one knee next to my girlfriend's side of the bed, waiting for her to open her eyes and see me holding the ring. The moment I attempted to wake her up she groaned and rolled over, leaving me with nothing to look at but the back of her head. My heart was beating hard enough to hear. I leaned over my girlfriend and gently tapped her on the shoulder. Instead of waking up like a normal person, she hissed in her sleep like a fucking vampire before elbowing me in the face. I stumbled back and dropped the damn ring. My girlfriend woke up during the commotion and the first thing she saw was me bleeding from my nose. Not gonna lie, when she rushed over to comfort me I flinched. The hissing thing she did scared the shit out of me. After all the drama died down, I managed to recover the ring without her noticing. Speaking of recover, my nose still hurts. Tonight I'll try again. This time I'll make sure to propose while my girlfriend is wide awake and still human. TL, doctor attempted to surprise my girlfriend with a proposal in bed, but little did I know getting her to wake up required blood. Edit. I'm just gonna leave an update here for all the comments requesting an update. She said yes. My girlfriend is now officially my fiancé. Not that anyone really cares about this part, but my nose also stopped hurting. Our next post is by Kiss and Cassie. I'll admit I haven't been the most attentive husband lately. My wife has told me I need to make more of an effort in our relationship or we would have problems. I've tried really hard to invest in our relationship ever since finding out my wife is not feeling as happy as she should be. This fuck up happened last week. My wife's birthday was coming up. I decided to go big. My wife absolutely loves surprises so I decided to surprise her with a romantic night and lots of flowers and presents. She had to go to work in the morning of her birthday and I had the day off. A lot of time to plan everything out. I decided, being the idiot I am, to pretend that I had forgotten my wife's birthday just to make the surprise, well, even more of a surprise. The plan was as follows, my wife wakes up and I don't mention her birthday. She thinks I've forgotten it. She goes to work and I get everything ready. She comes home in the evening after work and tada! When she opens the door I'll be waiting for her with gifts. Flowers dinner and everything romantic I could think of. Sounds like an amazing plan right? Wrong. Nothing special happened in the morning and my wife left for work while I slept in. During the day I got everything ready and apart from mildly messing up the desert everything went great. Then it was time to wait for my wife to return. She was supposed to get home after 4pm 4.30pm nothing 5pm still nothing. I was starting to get worried and I texted her where she was. Around 5.30pm she read my message but didn't reply. I called her and she didn't answer. I was starting to get extremely worried and texted her if she was okay. That's when she replied. She texted me opening up about how she couldn't believe I had forgotten her birthday even after her expressing to me how she had felt neglected in the relationship and wanting me to put in more effort. I, in all my stupidity, still decided to play dumb to make my big surprise work. I told her to just get home so we could talk about it. Big mistake she told me she was done talking and started mentioning divorce. Fuck fuck fuck. That's when I called her and she still wouldn't answer. Then I panicked and started explaining everything to her by text. I took pictures of all the things I had done around the house, the gifts the flowers the decorations the dinner everything. I just wanted to surprise her that's all I wanted. I tried calling her to no avail. She read my messages and after not getting a reply I just broke and started crying. After what felt like the longest wait of my life my wife comes home. She's crying saying she's sorry. I told her it was my fault and we both just cried holding each other. We spent the night crying and cuddling and eating the dinner I made. She told me it was the best thing she had ever eaten, obviously a lie, it was mediocre at best and already cold. It wasn't the surprise I had hoped to give her, I'm just glad to still be married to her. And yes we are working to fix our relationship. I love this woman with all my heart. I had her permission to share this TLDR, wanted to surprise my wife for her birthday and pretended to forget her birthday to make the surprise better. She got really upset and started talking about a divorce. I ruined the surprise trying to explain myself and we spent the night of her birthday crying and cuddling. Edit. Wow thank you for the kind words everyone. I can't reply to everyone, so I just wanted to say I appreciate it here. For all the concerned people, yes we are getting help and fixing things, like I have stated before. I appreciate the concern, but with all due respect I'm going to take relationship advice from professionals and not from Reddit. It's weird to have people arguing about my relationship when frankly no one knows us or the situation we are in. I just wanted to share this story on here with my wife, since we already talked this issue through. Still, reading your personal experiences and what you have gone through is helpful so please, do share if you feel like doing so. And to the people messaging me calling my wife horrible things I sincerely want to say, fuck you. Calling me an idiot is justified, calling my wife horrible is not. Edit 2, I'm getting so many comments about this, that I've decided to address it here. I commented this before, but I'm going to put it here too so people can see it better hopefully. Like some have said I wasn't really thinking about her when doing what I did, I made the whole surprise essentially about myself, even though I didn't mean to. It was never my intention. To make her feel bad, even though I now realize that of course she would feel horrible for the whole day after I pretended to not remember her birthday. I've apologized for this, and these things were talked about. Really the only thing I was thinking was about wanting to surprise my wife, and not about how my way of going about it was going to make her feel. My dumb logic was that hey, my wife loves surprises, so I have to make the surprise as surprising as I can, any way I can. I never intended to make her feel bad, but my lack of thinking made that happen, and I feel horrible for it. Our next post is by had sex with royalty. Finally, I've discovered somewhere to spill the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. I created a whole new account for this post because I'm still so humiliated. A while back I had just gotten out of a long term relationship that ended really terribly. I was trying to rebound and chose a few shall we say less than desirable sexual partners. It was a rough time. I met Prince Albert at the club, of course. He was actually fairly attractive but was kind of the type who looked like he never washes his overgrown hair. The prince and I went back to mine for some quality time. I'd never actually seen a penis with a piercing in real life. I wasn't a huge fan, but at that stage I didn't really care. Well. I do now. I didn't really wanna put it in my mouth, big mistake. I definitely would've noticed how stabby it was, so we went straight to the intercourse. For whatever reason, I decided it was fine to not use a condom, something I have literally never done since, I was so traumatized, again terrible life choices. At least I was on birth control. Mid missionary he suddenly stopped. I'll never forget the look on his face. Fuck, said the prince, looking like he'd just witnessed the apocalypse. -ah 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 Fuuuuhuhuhuhuhuhuuck what the fuck, said I, drunk and drooping mascara, feeling things happening inside that are definitely not normal for sex. It was caught. His dick piercing was caught in my vag. It ripped the tissue and caught itself on that tissue. Because the bead fell off and he didn't notice. I'm feeling phantom dick piercing rippage as I type. My vag still remembers. We called an ambulance after gently trying to pull it out for a half hour. Impressively, he was hard for like 75% of that. We literally rode to the air with him on top of me on a fucking cot. I was actually kind of grateful to be shorter than him, so I could make as little eye contact with the EMTs as possible. At the hospital we had a laying down x-ray, which was intimate. I was still pretty drunk for the first hour, which was good because the removal was up close and personal. During that penetratingly close time I realized the prince needed a deodorant reapplication pretty badly. I then realized that his highness was pretty gross overall. Like, his nasty ass piercing never have gotten stuck if he had bothered to maintain it. Or like, at least check up on its wel-being before insertion. I didn't tell a soul. I went home, never saw the prince again, and have a phobia of dick piercings. I'm still paying the medical bill. Thank god for HIPAA and anonymity fun fact. The doctor told me a dick piercing increases the chances of transmitting a bloodborne sti, so y'all should definitions wear a condom edit. For the people who've asked how they actually unhooked us, I was trying to avoid physically existing in the moments of removal. But the doctor definitely used some sort of hook-like appliance that was sort of snaked in between his penis and my vaginal walls. Super pleasurable overall. Final edit, my garage door has an electronic keypad. For those wondering how the medics got in. For those calling me a slut, obviously. TL, doctor, I had unprotected sex with a man who didn't properly maintain the integrity of his dick piercing. It got stuck, and a doctor snaked a hook into my vag to get it out. While he was still inside me. Our next post is by Wibledable. My daughter took a thermos with hot chocolate to go to friends but didn't drink any of it and left it on the kitchen counter when she came home. I did see it but decided she should clean it herself instead of leaving everything for me, so left it where it was and told her she should clean it. Ffwd 2 days and I mysteriously find the thermos cap halfway through to the living room. You'll be able to guess the sight that welcomed me when I walked into the kitchen. Thermos blew its top of, creating a puddle of pieces of fermented hot chocolate, and a nice raw shark kind blood test type brown stain on the ceiling. What did Daughter say when I showed her the scene? Damn, why didn't we install a camera in the kitchen? Ooh, can we do it again, so I can film this? TL, Doctor R left a thermos with chocolate on the counter, it exploded. Our next post is Biton World 13. For warning. This is basically going to be a horny teenager story. About 2 years ago, after my physical exam, my doctor recommended that I go get an ultrasound on my testicles because he felt a mass. I went to go get an ultrasound and it was a young male doctor and everything was fine. So I thought I knew what to expect. My parents switched insurance and now I have a different doctor. A few days ago, I went for a physical and my doctor again recommended that I go for an ultrasound. The next day, I went to go get my ultrasound, and to my surprise, a young female doctor, probably a resident, since she looked 27 to 30 years old, called my name. She introduced herself and then said, we are a bit short-staffed, so I will be doing the ultrasound today. My heart started racing. And I was confused because I expected a male doctor since it was a checkup for my balls and didn't really want to show another female my parts. Honestly, I would have been fine with an older female doctor, but the issue with her was that she was very 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 attractive. She was wearing a mask, but she had a great face and eyes small boobs, a slim waist, and a fat ass inb for all the comments I don't SEA a problem, I'm a virgin male teenager with helicopter parents, and ever since coronavirus, I don't get much privacy, and probably haven't jacked off in 3 weeks. Now you kinda get the idea of where this is going. We get into the room, and she hands me a towel, and instructs me how to use a towel to fold my penis up. The way she enunciated penis made my heart race, and my head pound. She leaves the room to let me undress, and I use the bathroom, and see that I have a half-chub. I undress, lay down on the table, and probably went through 5 iterations of how to fold the towel over my dick to hide my half-chub. I'm laying there for a while, probably less than a minute, but it seemed like 5 minutes, and reach for my phone, and decide to browse Reddit while I wait. Unfortunately, the second post I scroll to is a highly upvoted post on the fasa subreddit, and I instantly go from half chub to full blown boner. Fantastic. My mind was racing with how to get rid of it. I eventually settle on browsing app sales to try to calm myself. Suddenly, knock knock. I immediately throw my phone to the chair next to me and grab both sides of the towel to pin my boner down. I look down and could definitely see a bulge but think maybe she'll just think I have massive flax a dick. My mind wanders to porn mode as she sits down next to me and I start having absolutely ridiculous thoughts like holy shit. She's going to blow me to help ease my nerves, which does not help with the boner situation at all. I'm trying to think of the most unhorniest horniest thoughts ever to try to control myself. She starts by putting the gel on the probe and immediately gets to it. Upon contact, I think oh my god, this super hot doctor is touching my balls with a probe and my boner is literally pulsing under the towel. I'm looking at her and she's mostly looking at her screen and typing so I reassure myself that she probably doesn't notice. Perfect, she's not even looking at me, I'll just hold the towel down and this will be over with. After a bit of probing, she turns to me and says now I need to go up your groin area a bit, so I'm going to fold the towel up and push everything to the side like this. This all happens in slow motion. I see her hand slowly reaching for the bottom corner of the towel as she gently pries the towel from my death grip and... Boing. My fully erect dick springs up and launches the towel off, fully exposing me. I honestly don't remember her reaction. I frantically looked at her, looked at my dick, quickly grabbed the towel, and wrapped up my dick like a burrito, and for the rest of the examination, I laid there with both my hands holding my erect dick back, and let her finish the ultrasound. As I'm writing this, I realize I didn't even apologize to her. I was dead silent the rest of the time. Thanks for reading my embarrassing story of the first female to see my fully erect dick. On a more serious note, I was wondering if other people who have gotten an ultrasound on their balls have also had female doctors do the ultrasound. Did you guys talk to the doctor while they were probing your balls? I'm honestly looking to hear more personal accounts from other people so I know what is normal and what to expect in the future if I ever have to get my balls checked out again tl, doctor I went to go get an ultrasound on my balls and did not expect the doctor to be a hot female doctor. Couldn't control my raging boner and accidentally exposed myself to her. Edit. Thank you everyone so 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 much for the reassurances, personal recounts, and in general positive responses. It makes me feel much better about what happened and what to expect when I go again. I appreciate all the LPT people telling me to flex my legs or a large muscle, I'll keep that in mind for the future. It's funny because she actually told me to flex my abs a few times so maybe she was looking out for me. To everyone asking about my balls, my balls are fine, thanks for asking. Apparently, they are just so massive and the biggest balls they've ever seen, just playing. They actually don't know what it is, or what they've been feeling. Both my doctors felt something, but both ultrasounds came back fine, so I'm not sure what's going on. I personally can't feel anything but I've also had these balls since I was born, and I haven't really noticed anything out of the ordinary. To everyone saying 2 years ago, coronavirus and saying I don't have my story straight. I apologize for the confusing timeline. Two years ago, I got the same ultrasound done, but with a male doctor. I was just setting the precedent that I thought I knew what to expect. This story happened last week. Our next post is by Altera Lecture. I have always thought that I, 50 meters, am very open to my son, 25 meters, and we have a strong bond, and that he shares everything with me. But sadly, today I realize that's not the case. I always tried to be his best friend, but maybe I didn't really make it look that way. Today I made an Instagram account, just because I didn't want to be that boomer who doesn't know anything about current gen, I had no intention to stalk him, I only followed a two of my friends who too, made their accounts with me. Because I synced my facebook with Instagram, it showed me all the accounts, that are in my account, so out of curiosity I checked my son's account, and came to realize, that he is gay. He had photos of him and his boyfriend sharing intimate moments together and that really hurt me from inside, not because my son is gay, but because he didn't think of me as a father loving enough to accept him. To come to realize such an important characteristic about my son's life through social media really broke me from within and showed me that how I have not been able to be the father I always thought I was. The only reason I'm writing this is to ask you how do I confront him and ask him about this, he clearly doesn't want me knowing about it. I will admit, I never made it clear in my house that I support gay rights and gay love, but I also never showed any distaste against them. I will also admit that I'm not super thrilled about my son being gay, as I always wanted a granddaughter, as I never had a daughter of my own. But that doesn't mean I won't accept him or stop loving him less, it's just that. He should at least have talked to me about it first before going public on Instagram. T.L. Doctor always thought me and my son were very close, made an Instagram account found out through it that my son is gay and he didn't think of me as a supportive enough father to talk about his sexuality. Edit 1. From your comments, it's clear that I shouldn't confront or ask him first, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Thanks to all of you for understanding me, I will start giving him a few hints, like y'all suggested, and we'll see if he talks to me. It's his life and I want to give him all the personal space he wants, all I always wanted was a little bit of transparency. Edit 2, all of you have been amazing, and with every comment, I'm learning something new. So pls don't think that your opinion doesn't matter anymore, pls keep on educating me about all of this. Our next post is by Jvanitk. Never thought I'd be so stupid to do what many people have done before me, in a similar fashion. Today there's a handyman over who's currently refurbishing my kitchen table. Sanding, filling cracks, polishing, oiling, the lot. He's been here a while, and I had been playing music on my Bluetooth speakers all morning before he came. I bet you can feel where this is going. I went upstairs to go number 2, and scroll my phone as I do, while feeding the sewer rats. While scrolling I see some mildly NSFW content, and oh shit, here we go again. Visit the standard Wankathon website, pick the first vid that sparks my interest, and do what must be done. No sound from my phone speaker, I thought the audio from the vid was very quiet. Only after I turned the volume way up and hearing the sound of a woman in distress blaring from my living room, I realized what was going on. I don't want to go downstairs and do the walk of shame, but I'm an adult and I can't hide under a blanket fort. Wish me luck. T.L. Doctor, I played porn over bluetooth speakers on maximum volume to a handyman working on my kitchen table. Our next post is by red finger throwaway. This might be disgusting so be aware. Me and my boyfriend have a great open healthy sex life. Last night he asked me if I would be interested in fingering him. I'm always happy to find new ways to pleasure him, so I said of course. Well after he gets cleaned up I start sucking him off and stick one finger in his lubed asshole. Everything is going great so far. Then I feel something in his ass, a kind of lump. Thinking this must be his prostate I start fingering it more vigorously. He's not complaining but then suddenly my finger starts feeling wet and not from the lube. Thinking my boyfriend had shat himself I calmly take my finger out and see blood everywhere. I froze just staring at my boyfriend's bleeding asshole. He starts panicking asking me what happened and runs to the bathroom. I run after him shortly and tell him to get to the car so I can take him to a hospital. I gave him one of my maxipods to put in his boxes so that the blood wouldn't stain his pants. We arrive to the hospital and awkwardly explain the situation to the nurse. My boyfriend got blue balls on top of all of it from not finishing. Turns out my boyfriend had internal hemorrhoids at burst while I was fingering him. Thankfully he didn't feel much pain. Just a little discomfort according to his words. The pain from the embarrassment was way worse. The bleeding has stopped and he's going to see a doctor soon for further investigations. My boyfriend now says he had his first period and I don't know how I feel about that. TLDR, I fingered my boyfriend and accidentally burst his internal hematoids. Our next post is by things. So earlier today I was sitting in a coffee shop, and had nothing to do. So basically I started using Tinder just to pass the time. Swipe right swipe left swipe left swipe, right after like 2 minutes I reached this girl, super hot and cute totally at 10 tenths. But I started reading her bio, most of you might know the deal treat me like a queen expert in sarcasm it's the man's duty to pay for the meals, if you don't love me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best from the rest of the bio I had the feeling that she was going to be a Karen later in life. So as any sane person would do I swipe left. Here is the tifu, that girl was seating two seats behind me and saw me swiping left on her. She goes fucking berserk I'm not kidding, the woman starts yelling at me for not swiping right on her and how I must be gay for not being attracted to her. I was literally speechless I knew not what to say, so what I did, my biggest mistake, was to ignore her and continue to drink my coffee. She goes mental and calls the manager, told you she was a Karen, and said she should call the police because I was bothering her. Thank god the manager watched it happen and knew this woman was batched crazy and proceeds to kick her out of the coffee shop, but not without her flipping me off and calling every cuss word in the dictionary. TL, doctor, I swipe left on hot girl with shitty bo. Said woman is behind me. Woman goes crazy. Woman gets kicked out and cussed me every word imaginable. Our last post is by Scottish underscore man. I've been laughing at myself for the whole of today, so I thought I would share this with you, it's probably not as funny as I think it is, but alas. For context, I've just finished school, and I'm looking for temporary jobs over the summer, so I can get a bit of money for when university starts. I have been looking at a number of job sites and I have applied for 3 jobs. I have the setting to search for temporary jobs near me when I saw another advert. This was for a job at a well-known shoe company that has two separate stores in my city. On the job advert, it didn't say which one the vacancy was for, it just said in Edinburgh. This is where I'm from. So I started the application process and put in my details and CV. Now it was all going well until there was a slightly confusing question asking if I had the right to work in the USA. Now, this definitely confused me, but I ticked no, and opened the job advert again. I searched it from my computer and it still said the job was in Edinburgh, and that it was within 5 miles of me. I thought huh, strange but I'll tick no, and if they don't want me, I won't hear from them, no big deal. Anyway later on I received an email saying they had checked my CV, and they wanted to conduct a virtual interview. I was very surprised because it was less than a day after I had applied, but I was happy that I thought I might have a job there. So I selected the time for 1pm the next day, today, thinking nothing more of it. I'm good at interviews, so I didn't feel the need to prep. Anyway, I got a very polite email shortly before the interview from a very confused manager of the store who had looked at my details. He asked me why I was applying for a job in Edinburgh, Indiana, when I was based in Scotland. When I read the email my jaw absolutely dropped because the job wasn't in Edinburgh it was in Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Indiana, USA. I'm not from the USA so it never dawned on me that it could be a state code and not just in Edinburgh, Scotland. I sent him a very apologetic email, but I'm just glad he noticed before what I imagine would be an incredibly awkward job interview, although that definitely would have been a good laugh. If this does well I'm sure I can link the job interview and his email in case anyone wants to make sure this actually happened, but I can't be bothered right now. TLDR. Accidentally applied for a job in a town with the exact same name as mine 6,000 kilometers away and didn't notice until a store manager sent me a polite email asking why I was applying there. Edit in Edinburgh rather than Edinburgh, Indiana. The rather confused manager's email, with names and emails omitted. My reply to the manager edit, I'm so happy to read though all your comments and to have made so many people laugh. I'm trying to get through and reply to as many comments as I can, but I'm really happy to have made some people day better. Edit. Also thanks for making me feel less stupid with all your amazing stories about messing up and booking places in opposite parts of the USA, states and whole different continents. Edit. I've been trying to work my way through all of your comments, but I'm going to bed now, and I don't know if I will do that tomorrow as well. Thanks so much though. That's it for Edith Reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, as that really helps me out.